The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the Law Office of David A. Bates, and Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their Ortho Quick Walk-In service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Parks Motor Sales in Columbia has a large assortment of quality, new, and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, a trusted sales staff, and financing plans that fit any budget. Visit Parks once and you'll quickly discover why people all over Middle Tennessee have been buying vehicles there for more than 60 years. And factory-certified technicians can service and repair your vehicle as long as you own it. Go to ParksMotorSales.com or stop by the lot at 919 Nashville Highway and take a test drive today. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, JP Plant with you here on this Tuesday as we are counting down the week to the Super Bowl. That's going to be exciting. But before the Super Bowl, there are a couple of big time college hoops matchups including Tennessee Kentucky on Saturday got several games tonight Tennessee is uh traveling down to Ole Miss tonight so and then of course on Saturday you also have Alabama and Missouri Alabama who has uh fallen to 10th in the rankings and Missouri who sits at 18th so that'll be a top 25 matchup on Saturday and now we get a chance to talk to someone who's more about college hoops than we do because we don't know a whole lot about it. Uh, but joining us on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline is Spring Hill High School senior, and he's got a, a Twitter account, Seco Sports Takes. And you know what takes means, Mo? It means he's got something to say. He's got something to say. And I want to hear what he's got to say. So we're going to bring him in on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Please welcome Landon Seekers. Landon, how's it going? Good. Thanks for having me on here. Yeah, the Blue Bloods seem to be struggling in college basketball this year. And if you're a casual fan who just looks at the big names, this is not the year for you, to say the least. you got Duke, Carolina, Kansas. Kentucky and even Michigan State coming out of the gate struggling, and some of them are yeah, even. Yeah, it's unranked. been an interesting year, and I'll tell you, I'm curious to see um, to hear what you have to say about uh, some of these other teams, these these lower level teams or teams that we haven't seen in the top 25 uh, over the past few years. But um, Mo, he's a. It's interesting to hear high school seniors because. It, in this type of work, because we would tell you don't do it, but, <laughs> but I tell you, it's yes, pretty cool sir. to see this, right? 
It's absolutely cool to see um, folks want to get into this, um, even with everything that has gone on with journalism. But I think the one good thing is, you know, sports journalism, it it may take different forms at different points, but people are always going to be interested and they're always going to be looking for people to provide them with information. And so I'm, I'm interested to hear Landon kind of, um, expound on that, that blue bullet situation. I mean, like you said, Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, North Carolina, Michigan state, all struggling beyond anything that we've seen out of them over the last, you know, 10, 15 years. And, and I don't know if there's a common thread that explains all of them struggling or, or if it's different situations for, for different programs, what's your, what's your take, Landon? I really think that most of the problem for the blue bloods this year is the lack of good guard play. You've got the freshman levy teams that are the Dukes, the Kentuckys, the North Carolinas that have freshman guards in the backcourt. And in a year with, teams like Baylor with a Jared Butler and a Gonzaga or a Villanova with Colin Gillespie. You've got veteran presence in the backcourt, and those veteran teams are atop the rankings, and the freshman-led teams are and I would imagine at the bottom. When you, when you look at it from that perspective, Landon, that, you know, the, the coronavirus and the, the lack of off-season, you know, summer work and that kind of thing, would you feel like that has figured into, you know, the lack of continuity with these young teams and, and as, has that given that advantage to those, those more veteran heavy teams? Yeah, I think so for sure. And looking at Kentucky, their point guard or their point guard that started the year off, Devin Askew, he's actually supposed to still be in high school in the same grade as me, but he is leading the Kentucky Wildcats. And during a pandemic-heavy season, you've seen him have his struggles where he even got benched. And Duke, you have a veteran in the backcourt with Jordan Goldwire, but Jeremy Roach and DJ Stewart haven't really found footing yet. You've seen Duke come on late and seem to have an identity, but you saw it in the early season struggles that it's going to take some time for these teams to come together and really it's be back to what they were used to. It's interesting to hear you mention Devin Askew should be a senior in high school, as you are. Could you see yourself playing college basketball right now? Uh, I would say no as a in the position that Devin Askew is in because it's a, a lot of people underestimate the jump from high school to college sports. And when you take out your senior year, even if you are a high-ranked recruit, as Askew was, going from modern day, I believe is where he went, to Kentucky is a really big jump that some people take for granted. And I'm not saying Askew has taken it for granted, but it's definitely going to take him some time. And maybe if he thought he was going to be one and done, maybe you might see him turn into a two- to three-year player. And that might be the case with some of the freshmen on these teams. When you see them struggle like Joining this. us on the Parks Motor Sales hotline is Landon Seacrest. Landon, as we as we talked about these these blue bloods who aren't having the best of seasons because of poor guard play, you're seeing teams like Gonzaga who always 
to have great guard play sitting uh, undefeated at the top of the AP top 25, but several other teams. It, it, guard play seems to be always the one thing we talk about during March Madness, et cetera. Uh, for Alabama, it has certainly been the to their success to the top 10, and you can hear the Crimson Tide here on 101.7 FM. Uh, what what is the most important thing for these top 10 teams we're seeing now? Is it guard play? Is it experience? Is it a mix of both? I, I think that it's in this year partic- in particular, it will be the experience because you have tenured players like a John Petty on an Alabama team or a Mac McClung who transferred from Georgetown and even a Hauser twin who transferred to Virginia, he's not a guard, but those types of players are leading those teams that are sitting atop the rankings. And I think it plays a big part in why they're so successful compared to maybe you having a freshman-led team like Gonzaga. Gonzaga has a very good freshman in Jalen Suggs, but they also have a Corey Kispert, a Drew Timmy, and they have another fantastic guard and Andrew Nemhard, who came from Florida, who's also a transfer and is experienced. So I think it's really a, it works hand in hand. So I believe that guard play and experience will play a part in all these teams' success. But do you think that's attributed the upper hand uh, a lot opinion. to COVID and not having these preseason? practices that you normally would have or scrimmages etc you know with these teams that that are typically a lot of these blue bloods like Kentucky and Duke have been living off the one and dones and not having time to gel with your team early uh, before the season starts has certainly been an issue for sure and the teams atop the rankings have established players already as opposed to the teams that are slipping in and out of the rankings you see at the beginning of the season that the chemistry is not there completely. And you can attest that to COVID and having limited practices. And I don't think that really helps freshmen or even redshirt freshmen and non-experienced players in the long run, because you're going to have to get them out there and it might take a time, take a dip and you might you add up the some blue losses bloods, in the process. Um, Landon, and it's interesting because Tennessee just finished knocking off one of those blue bloods, defeating Kansas 80-61 to Saturday in the um, SEC Big 12 Challenge and gets ready after going to Ole Miss tonight to um, to visit another one up at Rupp on Saturday. And unranked Kentucky, Kansas fell from 15-23 to 23 this week. Um, UT goes from 18-11 to 11 in this week's poll at 12-3. Um, and 3. But, you know, we, we were a little concerned about Tennessee um, – up until Saturday, I mean, they had they had dropped a couple of ball games pretty decisively. Did not look great in a three point win over Mississippi State. What's your read on um, on the Volunteers right now? I, I think if Tennessee can be consistent, we can really call them a contender. But we haven't seen them be consistent so far this year. We we know Tennessee can play defense. We know that what that's what Rick Barnes is trying to build down there in Knoxville, but we've seen them struggle to find an offensive identity this year. And with the likes of Keon Johnson, who's actually from Tennessee, Bill Buckle, uh, you can 
hope that they will find an offensive stride. They also have J.D. Springer, Fulkerson. So they definitely have offensive capability. It's just finding the rhythm and matching their defense up with their offense to where they can compete and be a Yeah, as we talked team. about, uh, yeah, Jaden Springer has certainly been a a glue piece for this team, despite being a freshman, as we've talked about. But um, it really feels like Ives um, Pons was really he, – he and Springer are kind of the, the keys to Tennessee success, and they have to keep them – um, healthy going forward uh, as as the season continues and the tournament looms. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think that the volunteers will be successful as long as they keep trying to build something around Jaden Springer and the other impactful players on the volunteers. Keeping them on the floor is going to be very important, but. To see them go up against Kansas like they did, a Kansas team that's supposed to be very good and absolutely pretty much dominate them, you you know they have potential. It's just finding the rhythm. And going up against teams like Kentucky, maybe they might be able to find the stride and really hit hit hard on... Landon, uh, before we let you go... I want to get your thoughts on the tournament. Uh, who, uh, who who do you think has the best chance to win the thing, and why? I believe I believe that Gonzaga obviously is a no brainer in the equation, but I think Gonzaga and Baylor, and then it's everybody else, and you can even throw Villanova up in the top tier with those two teams. I believe those three teams are best fit for the tournament simply because they're complete. You've got Gonzaga, they have three possible player of the year candidates and Timmy, Kispert, and Suggs. You've got Baylor with Jared Butler and you've got Villanova with Colin Gillespie, Jeremiah Robinson Earl and their experience. So in a year coming through the pandemic, I think that experience is going to be very heavy in the NCAA tournament and them being battle tested and undefeated with Baylor and Gonzaga, I think it's going to uh, help them in the long run to be successful. But if I had to pick one out of the three, I'm going to go with Gonzaga simply because one of those three is going to give you a big night. And I think they're good enough to for the other two to have a bad night and one have a good night and then still be successful. And I don't see anybody stopping all three of them in anybody. That's absolutely fair. Do you have a sleeper? Anybody you think that, that might sneak up on some folks? Sleeper. I would have to go with a maybe Alabama team. If they can find some experience, we, we haven't, let me restate that. We know Alabama is a hot team this year, but we haven't seen them in deep in the SEC tournament in recent years, and we haven't seen them really deep in the NCAA tournament. So it will definitely be new for the Crimson Tide this year, but I think we've seen them get hot. They were just on a 10-game win streak before they got knocked out by Oklahoma. I think they're 3-and-D 
uh, recipe will prove them for success in the long run in the NCAA tournament. So that's my pick for a sleeper to make a run at the national championship. All right. I'm going to give you my thought. I think Florida State's a sleeper. I think Scotty Barnes is fantastic. He's only going to get better. Watch out for the Knowles. I'm not sure Florida State qualifies as a sleeper at this point, but well, I mean they're ranked way farther down than Alabama. <laughs> no, I, I, I think I don't think either of those teams would be a surprise, but I also don't think that they're expected to be in the Final Four. Because I think what what Landon is saying is, yeah, yeah they're. I mean, he's sure. talking about you, you've got three teams who are undefeated right now, and if you count uh, Drake, by the way. The Drake Bulldogs at sixteen and zero, just not the rapper. Not the rapper. No, yeah, not the, not the rapper. The Drake the Bulldogs are, are still yeah. yeah sixteen and zero, and number twenty five in the country now. Hey, how about that? Um, but yeah, so if you want more of these takes, where where can they find you on the internet, Landon? They can find me at Seco underscore Sports on Instagram, and my Twitter handle is at Seco Sports Takes follow me for we appreciate your take, time guys. and your insight into uh college hoops man hey thanks for joining us landon thank I'm sure you we'll be reaching back out to you as we get closer to march madness there yes. you have it that's yes, landon sure. secrets on the parks motor sales hotline here on southern middle tennessee sports today Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee.